is your classic metal show right here on the classic metal show.com. That of course was slash the snake pit with beggars and hangers on. And, uh, you might recognize the vocalist of that as the one and only Eric Dover. You probably recognize him from the band jellyfish or Imperial drag or Alice Cooper. This guy's been everywhere. He's back with a, I don't know if we're calling this a new project or a new but familiar project. The project is called the Licorice Quartet. It is killer. And on the line right now is the vocalist of the song you just heard and the Licorice Quartet and all those other bands I just named, Mr. Eric Dover. Eric, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, Eric, it is it is absolutely a pleasure to speak to you because while you don't know this, you have filled up thousands of hours of my time with music man it's everything that you've done i have enjoyed so you know thank you for right off the bat for producing great music well that that means a lot to me thank you thank you for being a uh, an avid listener yeah well i i gotta tell you eric when i first heard that when i talked to your publicist and and she told me that there was the the new band the new project licorice quartet it was an automatic, yes, I'll interview. No, you didn't even, had not heard a note of music. It was like, yes, I will interview just because I was such a fan. I mean, of like Spilled Milk, especially. I played that album four million times, I think. <laughs> you know, it's it's so, you you have, you specifically have such a melodic kind of way about your vocals, which which makes it all you know, encompassing it, it really pulls you in and you certainly have not lost that with this new project. Oh, well, this is a, you know, a wonderful, wonderful pairing of, um, you know, of, of old friends from uh, jellyfish, of course, as we know, and, uh, you know, Roger Manning and, uh, Tim Smith. Right. right. And so, yeah, and, and, you know, we, we're such big fans of vocally driven music as well. So, it's a wonderful thing when when uh, we're able to do this together and so I'm I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Sure. Well, when when you were when you decided to put this together, was it as simple as a a couple of phone calls or texts or did you guys have to rearrange schedules or what all went into bringing this project together? Well, that that really started with um uh, Roger uh Manning Jr. Okay. who uh, made the call to Tim Smith. That started in 2017, and, uh, you know, we, we had a history together of doing music off and on. You know, anybody that looks into, you know, what what we've all done collectively and apart mm-hmm. um, through the years. You know, um, and then they called me in kind of last, and we were like, hey, let's let's do this. We always kind of wanted to, to write and record music together, even in Jellyfish. You know, we had a lot of, uh, you know, common influences, so seemed like a very natural thing to do. Sure. Is there is there a reason that this is not called Jellyfish that it's not I I mean obviously it's not the whole band but it's you know it from a financial standpoint you would think that that would make the most sense. Uh well that uh Jellyfish is Andy Sturmer. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh Andy and Roger that they started that band. So that was really their band. So when they decided to uh, to dissolve jellyfish, you know, it uh, doesn't make sense, really, you know. Yeah. Um, we, so 
the that's the short answer. <laughs> <laughs> sure, definitely. Well, what you've created is with the Licorice Quartet is fantastic. The new EP called Threesome Volume One, it it encompasses what people will recognize you from, but at the same time, it it kind of is expansive to what you're known for. I mean, the first single is a great example. Lighthouse uh, Spaceship is such a such a big sounding almost you know moody type of a song man it's it's such a i don't know how to even how would you describe it since i'm doing a terrible job of describing it no i think you're i think you're on the right path i mean uh it it, it definitely has a it's a there's a it's an epic ride i guess is one way to to describe it you know musically you know so yeah uh moody is a, a good way as well the moods change but you know it um has it well it has a nice uplifting quality let's put it that way <laughs> sure and and then another song that that really stands out at least to me is um bluebirds blues which could have been ripped from a beatles album and i don't think too many people would question it man oh it's a uh, lush and lovely that one i think you know um that's that's the best way i, I would describe that that song it's just it's like a very nice chocolate you know or mm-hmm. I'm a you know chocolate fanatic, so <laughs> <laughs> right. Do do you when when you guys were writing these songs, do, did it did it come together right away? I mean, did you guys fall right back into the pocket chemistry wise, or did you did you kind of have to work work to to get back? You know, because you guys all have experience now, a lot of experience since since you worked together. Uh, yeah. Well, for me, and I. I think, you know, I think most of, I think they would agree as well. I mean, it, it was sort of like riding, um, you know, the, the old riding a bicycle adage, basically. I mean, yeah, it was rather natural to pick back up where we'd left off and and get in a room and be around each other and throw ideas back and forth and um, get jiggy with it. Right. And so that's what we did over the course of, you know, from when we kind of hooked up in 2017, we you know, spent time uh, over here at my place and kind of worked and developed things and chose material, and uh, it's wonderful. Sure. Now, wonderful. one of yeah. one of the songs that uh, that you know, I'm, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't understand. Is the song "Fadoodle"? I don't know what that means. I don't. You know, maybe it's just me not being schooled enough on the English language or something, but what does that mean? Well, it's interesting that you ask, and um, it really has to do with, um, it's a list of old words that you would uh, use to denote uh, the act of fornication, basically. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm always my dirty mind is always looking for words anyway, so, yeah, that seemed natural to kind of pursue when it came to writing lyrics for that one, I guess. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, the long and short of it. <laughs> it's kind of peppered with some of those, some of those slang terms of the right. of old times. Certainly. Now, now, Eric, um, is there, this is an EP with four songs. Is there a full length to come behind it? Or have you guys kind of adopted the new way of not putting out, 10, 12 songs at once, or, or what does that look like? 
Uh, well, at at this point, we, we've recorded um, a dozen songs. Okay. So, uh, you know, we plan on releasing three EPs at least, and uh, you know, see how it goes from there. It's uh, so far so so good. We're we're re- really pleased about how we've been received. You know, um, on on the first single and. So, yeah, thankful, just keeping thumbs crossed and working hard, you know? Sure, definitely. Now, um, Eric, you, you you know, no secret, you have played with two of the biggest icons in the world, whether it was, you know, both Alice Cooper and Slash. Um, for you as a musician, how did those experiences change you? Because I have to imagine, you know, working with those guys, you, you come out of it different than when you went in. Uh, yeah, you come out a lot wiser, hopefully, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I learned so much. It's, it's impossible to describe, uh, from, from such, uh, such figures. Um, it's enormous, the impact that they've made on, on people. And I've, you know, I was a fan going in, so, um, you know, I grew up on Alice Cooper records, no question, you know, think any anybody worth their salt and rock has to right you know it's a rite of passage but yeah right and uh playing with slash as well because uh you know having to follow up any kind of thing from guns and roses was quite an enormous undertaking i didn't really understand it at the time but uh i think what we did has held it well and i think slash is doing well and sure do you, yeah. Which which project did you did you like better? Because they were different kinds of projects. I mean, Alice, you were part of his, you know, his ensemble more or less. Where Slash, you were while Slash is clearly the focus. You were right out front, and you know, you had to deliver from note one of every song. Yeah. I, well, I'm I'm fortunate in that respect that, um, you know, I like to do both. Okay. Ideally, in a perfect world, but. Uh, singing and just fronting a band too has its has its own uh, wonderful things about it, and you know I like to to do that as well. It's just kind of whatever hat you're going to try to attempt to wear. You know, given the nature of the pro whatever project you have going on, you know. Mm-hmm. So sure. As as an now an outsider looking in, what what do you what do you think when you see Miles Kennedy? And I'm not looking for you to slam him as much as, you know, I, I'm curious because you've held that position and you know the pressures of that. Do you do you think that he's handled it well? Do you do you listen to it sometimes and say, well, I might have done this different or that different, or or do you just kind of observe as a fan? Uh, no, I observe as a fan, and I think Miles is. A- a fine singer um no absolutely no problems it seems seems like a natural fit for what you know the, at least the kind of music that i know that slash loves and appreciates and so sure. yeah i'm like i think it's it's all good very cool man well um let's move back to licorice quartet for a minute um you know you mentioned that there's going to be three eps that are that are going to be released does that mean that once the once the world heals itself and we get back to to normal that you guys will take it to the road or is that not on the not on the table yet uh well it's a little bit early to tell but um 
in the meantime, we're, you know, kind of doing um, what everybody else, every musician in the world is doing right now, you know, just live streaming what what you want to kind of do and stuff. So if anything, we'll look into that probably first. Sure. Okay. Um, Just given the nature of what's going on, I mean... Do you, there you do, go. Do you come in with expectation of what the Licorice Quartet is going to do, or or does it feel like it's almost a completely unknown, even though you guys do have a you know a, an established pedigree? Oh, it's it's always a complete unknown. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I kind of quit thinking about that years ago, to be honest, because you just you just never know what kind of response it'll get, whether it's good or bad. You know, you just kind of have to. Uh, put your nose to the grindstone and do the best you can. And so that's why I'm really um, very happy to be a, a part of this. Sure. Definitely. Well, I'll tell you what, Eric, why don't we uh, play the, the debut single from, from the new release. It is called threesome volume one. The, the licorice quartet is the band and the song is lighthouse spaceship. It's, it's out there on YouTube and on all your streaming sites and whatnot right now. Uh, what can you tell us to about this song to wrap up the interview? Well, I think it's an um, kind of an epic little maritime outing, you know, full of hope and uh, happiness. All right. Well, let's check it out right now. It is the Licorice Quartet. It's Lighthouse Spaceship right here on your classic metal show. <laughs> 